I always wear something Canes related when I come over to Brandon's. <laughs> to remind them of better times. <laughs> it's facts. Welcome to Oklahoma Life, guys. Welcome to Oklahoma uh, Life. Once again, my name is Brandon, and uh, across the way, we brought Wiggles back. Say what's up, man. Howdy. And then uh, Big Papa Nick's first time on. Introduce yourself, sir. Hello. My name is Nicholas Martin. Uh, I've known Brandon, let's see, since 2007. Uh, one of our first Somewhere in that range. Well, uh, yeah. One of our first ex- Or no, you brought you came on to... You knew me before I went to the military. Yeah, you came on... I, went, I left in the military in 06. Did you come on to Logan's whenever we opened? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so October 06. Yeah. Wow. Sounds about right, because I... No, yeah. I was going to say I left in December of 06, so I guess it might be okay. So we, I think we all got hired on in September. Something like went that. Went through our corporate training. I thought it was earlier than that. Maybe it was 05. Mm, 05 was when we opened Applebee's. Okay, okay. So yeah, so we've uh, known each other for a while, and then uh, Wendell has been a uh, protege of both of us for a while in, in different capacities. Also Sorry, to, Wendell. Also to bring it up, I was 12 when you guys met. Oh, shit. <laughs> Listen, stop that shit, all right? Let's not play that game. <laughs> Want to find out how old I was when you were born? Not alive. <laughs> hey, if it makes you feel any better, uh, I'm pretty sure he's got a, a daughter that's only like three years younger than you, so it's fine. That doesn't bother me. Uh, six. Is it? Yeah, she's 2,000. Oh, okay. Yeah, sounds about right. He's 94. No, nah, he's old. He's younger than that. 96. Yeah. Oh, well, I can't yeah. math. Math's hard. <laughs> Don't math worry, I sat here for like two minutes counting up the years. Like, how, old was I? how old was I? That's why I only just said it. I was, I was still counting. He's been holding on to that for yeah. four years. Yeah. Right, right. So, uh, no real game plan on this one. Uh, I figured we would kind of just jump in. Last time uh, Wendell was here, we were talking about we were going to get into a video game chat, and then we never got into a video Talked game about chat. conspiracy theories and 9-11. We did. Yeah. Well, it was 9-11 is why, so it's kind of part of the game. Well, if, if you want me to be involved, I definitely would lean towards conspiracy theories and 9-11 <laughs> if we go video games. I've got Mario Party. I don't. Um <laughs> You know, I'm actually cool with going either way. Um, we can talk current state of affairs because um, this shit is cray right now. This will be the third possible impeachment in the history of the country, which is nuts. So I also just learned that you, if an impeachment goes through, the Senate also has to kick him they, out. So right? the Senate has to have a trial, basically saying okay. you know whether or not um, it, whatever he did was a crime enough mm-hmm. to remove him from office. So the House. We'll recommend it. They'll do the inquiry. Say, yeah, you know what? We should impeach him. And then we send it over to these guys. It's kind of like uh, um, whenever you have your first trip to the uh, courthouse and you get in trouble or whatever, and they set a court date for another day. It's kind of that game. Yeah. So did Clinton get impeached? He did get impeached, but, but he, he did not get his... removed from office. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I learned that as yeah. well. That but... He got impeached, but finished out his term. Yeah, yeah that's kind of what I'm thinking may or may not happen. Yeah, what will happen if that if they do that, then that just means he can't be reelected. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, 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 you got to keep in mind, though, here's, here's the actual results of that. Who's on the Republican ballot right now? Uh, Nancy Pelosi? No, nobody, <laughs> dude. There's not a single... Well, there's actually two. Um, I don't know if you guys watched... Uh, They're going to the, resurrect John McCain, and he's going to run 2020. <laughs> <laughs> the shambling corpse of John McCain versus... <laughs> well, like, there were. there's actually two candidates right now running against Trump, but nobody is covering him. Um, I think it was Trevor Noah or, or Colbert or somebody... Um, sent a guy to the the actual uh, debate that happened. There was a Republican debate like a month ago, not even a month ago. Uh, wasn't aired on any network. Wasn't even aired on C-SPAN. Um, it was aired on Facebook Live 
only, and it had 900 viewers. That's hmm. it. That's the entire you know Republican setup right now. So if he cannot be reelected, it will be just Democrat somewhere. Like there's no other options, which is insane. Well, nobody thought Trump was an option, and here we are. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, it's I was listening to um, somebody talk. It was on one of the Joe Rogans that was talking about how. Um, in history, what normally happens is like it's an eight-year cycle of going just from one extreme to the other. And it's the pendulum effect. Yeah, yeah. So it's like every time we've gotten the most opposite person you could. So if you think like you went Clinton, then you went Bush, and then you went Obama, and then you went now Trump. So now it's got to go way back the other direction again, most likely, if Trump can't be reelected. So I don't think it'll be Bernie. I really like Bernie, but I don't think it'll end up being Bernie. I don't know who will get it, though. Uh can we just all agree that it's not going to be good either way? <laughs> it's fair. I mean, I'm actually a huge fan of uh, the Pete Buttigieg ticket, which um, he's, you know, Harvard-educated, Navy veteran, you know, went to Afghanistan uh, like two years after I did. Sure. Um, speaks seven languages. Like, literally, he's probably the smartest guy we've ever had run for office. Um, probably not going to get elected because he's openly gay. That's or that he's word. openly smart. <laughs> You're you're you can use words. No, you're not a politician, man. I'm you sorry. Don't. I'm sorry, Colin Powell. You you can never run for office. Yeah, right. Exactly <laughs> that kind of thing. I mean, yeah. No, I no. I understand where you're coming from on that. Um, I don't think politics in itself looks mm. anything like it'll look in the next ten to twenty mm. years. I think the next two elections are going to be a transitional period for sure into a not only power swing but also more everyday joes mm -hmm. stepping into the role because we can't trust those that right. are not representing us well that's and that's so the crazy that thing point. um it was um neil degrasse tyson had had tweeted out like three or four years ago um he's like you know pretty much all you ever see in congress are lawyers right, right. and i understand they're making laws but Lawyers don't make up the majority of this country. Where are the mechanics in Congress? Where are the, um, you know, nurses in college? Where, educators. We're educators. Where are the people that actually make up the world? Right. You know, and it's like, yeah, absolutely. And that's one thing I do like about Pete Buttigieg, though. Um, he's wanting to change the systems that actually affect the long-term politics. Like, he wants to get away from... Um, you know, like one of the things he wants to term limits. Congress. Well, isn't isn't Ted Cruz also pushing for term limits right now in the Senate? Um, he, lightly, yeah. Um, I, I understand. It, I'm just saying yeah. it's it's a topic that's coming yes. up more and more on both sides of the right. aisle. And I see that. And then there's also he wants to depoliticize the Supreme Court and then make it actually an election setup that rotates out every couple of years or whatever, with, instead of being a lifetime appointee. Um, but he also wants to increase it to 15. So it's not that three, four, you know, split that happens or five, two split or whatever. Um, cause right now it's a seven justice panel, in which case he's wanting to push it to 15. And I'm like, it's not that I think he's right or wrong, but I know that he's correct on trying to fix it. Right. Because sure, you're not sure that he has the solution, but you agree that there's a problem and yes. something else different needs to happen. Yeah. And for him to be all like, hey, listen, I want to make these yeah, changes. He's at least willing to fail. Yeah. And so those, those are the, and that's the whole reason why Trump is where he is, is because no, which just part, just to make sure I understand, is what I mean by that yeah. is people are willing to make 
a choice whether it is correct or not in mm-hmm. that moment because they need change. And so the sure. only one yeah. that was willing to go in and stand on a platform and tell people to shut up was Bernie. Did anybody listen? <laughs> no. Actually, yes, but the DNC... Who? Well, no, they actually proved the DNC fucked him out of it. Oh, weird. Yeah, yeah, so, that's what I'm saying. So the like, people that he's trying to represent and present change well, no, for... The, the actual convention fucked him out of it. The actual hire that's, yeah. That's Not I the mean. people. He's, he's for the people, man. But the people that are above him aren't, and so Correct. they keep him out of office... Mm-hmm. Just to make sure that he's not right. able to do whatever it they is stay that he claims power. that he right. wants to do, yeah. and so for me, I don't really bother with details in politics because ninety sure. percent of it is BS, and the other ten smells like it. Fair. And so, whenever it comes to federal level politics, I really try to stay out of it. Right. I try to be more involved in my community where sure. I'm effective, just because I'm not on that level. Yeah. So I can't really sit here and try to debate or have an intelligent conversation more depth than mm-hmm. what we're actually going towards. But like with the Bernie thing, back whenever he ran, I was a big fan of him. Yeah, he's running again. Yeah. Um, the only problem with that now is there are certain things and decisions that I've made in my life that I can't support some sure. things that he supports. And so okay. um, I understand socialism and the appeal for it. And it's not that he wants to go completely socialistic, but you know right. the free health care and all this other stuff. Sure. I think can be helpful mm-hmm. if it's not abused, but we're already abusing the systems that right. are in place with the people that are there. So how do you switch that? Well, I mean, so that's where everybody has to look at it in, in the right light and understand where it's at. Um, we have to all get on the same page. Right. Um, he, he was actually on Joe Rogan not too long ago. And it was a really, really good interview. Cause like, I like Bernie. I like what he's trying to do. And one of the things that makes sense, you know, for me is that when he's talking about like universal health care, sure. it's not free health care. No, right? not at all. But how he talks about it, he's like, here's what you have to understand. He was like, it's not that we're just saying free health care for everybody, blah, blah, blah. He was like, taxes will go up to support it. He was like, that is a give me. But how much do you pay in health care? Right. And I think Joe Rogan was talking about it's like 15000 a year, which is ridiculous. That's I think mine ludicrous. is. 600 a month so i mean i pay what seven and a half thousand seven seventy two hundred um so he's like so here's how it would work is that let's say i raise your taxes for you joe rogan let's say we raise it 10 grand but we take away your your health care payments right so you save five thousand in the long run no i understand the theory yeah and that's that's where like everybody's pissed like he's raising taxes but it's like yeah but we're not paying as much you know health insurance so it's a net decrease, which is nice. Um, so, I mean, I don't think Bernie will get it. You know, he just got put in the hospital um, with the arterial blockage. I don't know if you guys saw that. So, um, I think that just ruined his entire chances of making it. Well, sure. You know, even if he does make a full recovery and he does live through the entire, you know, next four years or whatever. Right. Well, a I lot mean, of people just already, lost faith in he's him. He's already in his 80s, isn't he? No, he's uh, two years older than Trump. 72? 73. Oh, 73. Okay. Yeah. Because I know, like, whenever Trump and Clinton were running, mm-hmm. a lot of people thought Hillary got sick, and yeah. they were like, nope, yep. she's I'm sick, out. she's going to yep. die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a good, I mean, like, if you're trying to delegitimize somebody, like, he's got herpes or something, you know, like, just, <laughs> you know what's funny? Don't vote for him, he's got herpes. Herpes. If you actually, uh, 
if you listen to or if you ever watch the uh, Adam Conover, Adam Ruins Everything, you know, they were talking about he had this episode that was like for the last campaign set. Um, they were like, you know, this is the most brutal campaign and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, no, it wasn't. And he they pulled up all of the other like ads and things for the previous uh, elections, even like the 1800s. And they're like, you know, so and so has sex with dead bodies. Like, Jesus Christ. Cheese and crackers. You know, like, yeah. How do you what? refute that? <laughs> She wasn't dead at the time. <laughs> Bring up a live woman and be like, would I be doing this? No, no, no. I, I told her to play dead. Yes, yes. Yeah, right? <laughs> Worst just, dog ever. <laughs> she just hung out. We're from Minnesota. She just stepped outside for about 10 minutes and then right? came back in and laid there yeah, like a fish. Exactly, fish. exactly. So... <laughs> So let's move on from uh, politics. I don't know. What else you guys want to talk about? Sure, it was politics and necrophilia. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's a good place to leave it, though. I mean, that'll keep yeah. people wondering, man. Yeah, that's terrible. Um, I know we, uh, one of the things that uh, Wendell and I were talking about today, um, very, very slightly, um, you know, his dad used to do barbecue competitions. Oh, okay. um, And we were talking about, uh, you know, different ways to make sauces and all that kind of stuff. Sure. Um Oklahoma, I don't feel, has a style. I know what Texas barbecue is. I know what Memphis barbecue is. I know what Kansas City barbecue is. What's Oklahoma barbecue? I can answer this. It's a melting pot. Yeah, but that's a shitty way to play. It's everything that's not something else, though. It's not It's not Texas barbecue. It's not Kansas City barbecue. It's not this. Like, well, yeah, because it's Oklahoma. Yeah, it's all of them. But what is it, though? You, you want me to tell you? Sure. This all goes back to April 22nd, 1888. Oh, fuck. <laughs> the land run? Boomer Sooner, <laughs> we steal everything and claim it as our own. Welcome to Oklahoma. Okay, I know you. I know you expect to show up and see teepees and wagons and cowboys. Yeah, no, we're we're probably just as. Um, I mean, everything that's going on in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. That's what downtown Tulsa is trying to do. Yeah. I mean, you know, we we are the trial. Whenever I got into the food and beverage industry. Mm-hmm. Something that I was always told by higher ups was that Tulsa is kind of a testing ground for a lot of major chains. And the reason why is because we're at the highway and byway. We're Mm -hmm. at this intersection of I-44, used to be old Route Route 66. You know, we've got I-40 that runs right through Mm -hmm. Oklahoma City. So most of your major transit that's roadway Mm -hmm. ends up coming through here. And so that's why you have all these different styles is because you have all these people from throughout the country that drive through Oklahoma, get right. stuck and take up routes. It's true. <laughs> Cause it's cheap. Yeah. Er, er, er is the, er yeah. is the main, it's getting worse. Yeah. But so how would you describe Oklahoma barbecue sauce though? And, and don't say like barbecue sauce. Yeah. Like or is barbecue there a style? In general? So is it I more mean, the cooking process? The answer is both of those questions like define sure. either. I mean, to say it, it is a melting pot, but I find a lot of people, and I guess it's true for any state, but like, like my grandpa, he's Texas styling. Salt, pepper, that's it. That's it, yeah. You don't do yeah. any, you don't touch it with and anything else. What is it, post oak? You uh, only smoke a post oak in Texas. You don't do I, anything else. I, I think it's post oak. That, but... Well, it's like a lot of hickory is used up here. So do they tear down the fence? What's, what's no, post no. oak? <laughs> yes, very similar, yeah. <laughs> No, it's just it's a, a, a type of oak tree that okay. doesn't require a whole lot of uh, uh, water, and it stays okay. very, very, very hard. So it yeah, smokes it for a lot longer. Texas. Right, 
it, it just Especially stays hard. It, when you have harder woods, it, it smokes longer. Yeah, and it maintains that temperature. Yeah, so yeah, it's very it, easy. It's yeah. Easy. Okay, cool. And so, yeah, up here we use a lot of mesquite. Right. Uh, pecan. Hickory. Yep. Hickory, you know, you have your sweeter woods. Uh, so if like I had, I'm using cherry out there on that right now. So. Exactly. So yeah. if I had to describe Oklahoma barbecue, sweet woods with a sweet and a hot sauce. There has mm-hmm. to be a spicy sauce. You have right. to be able to have both. So for me, it's kind of that sweet and spicy mm-hmm. mix. And so that's how I would describe Oklahoma I, I would barbecue. agree with that. Yeah, and that's that's what uh, whenever... Like, I've got two sauces in the fridge right now that I'm, like, trying out that mm-hmm. I, I made. Two sauce. Yeah, it's two sauce. <laughs> and it's... One with, life, two sauce. I called it with a kick and without a kick. There you go. Pretty much it. That's, that's literally you know, how it goes. But I, I think it's because we don't like the really vinegary sauces, but we don't like the sauces that are too sweet. We don't like the spa- the sauces that have, um, like, you know, the really heavy tomato kick to it. You know, it's got to have this kind of all-around balance, um, the, you know. I think probably the closest thing, I mean, head country, obviously, is probably the go-to yeah. Oklahoma sauce. Yeah, but I, I think like it's too that. thin is the problem. I agree. And then you have mm. your others that like the sweet baby rays mm-hmm. you know so i yeah. mean kind of a mixture between or the those uh, two. billy sims vanessa really yeah. loves billy sims yeah billy sims i mean look at rib crib rib crib mm-hmm. offers a carolina mustard right they offer a sweet traditional and then mm-hmm. they offer that hot and uh right. trails in he's kind of the same way yeah you and know you go up to bartlesville you have dinks mm-hmm. sorry go ahead no no i was gonna say and that's the thing that like there's a lot of really good you know barbecue places in oklahoma like oh, yeah. it's not that that it's not you know, available. You can get great barbecue. You know, if you talk about Burnco or you talk about, you know, you just don't places. know what you're going to get when you walk in. Yeah, you can't say this is an Oklahoma joint. It's like right. it's just a barbecue place. Well, and even like Oklahoma Joe's mm-hmm. wasn't in Oklahoma until recently, right? You know, it was a Kansas City thing. Well, you so know where they it. came from though is because the Oklahoma Joe's guys actually they built smokers. And I have then, no idea. Yeah, so the restaurant started in Kansas City, but the smokers used to be made here. Wow. Um, and then what happened? This is a really fun thing. So I've been looking at buying a, like a good good smoker because I'm just using a you know Weber kettle. Um, not a bad way to play, but I want a side by side. Weber, if you feel like sponsoring, will change our opinion. <laughs> I I'll only do use one. Weber. Yes. Change my mind. Um, but so Oklahoma Joe's was the company that that did that, and then the guys that owned it sold it to a company in China, and that's why the like brand became super cheap. Um, and then now they they just like oh yeah you know you can buy us out absolutely and they started Horizon Smokers is the name of the new company okay so um, I was really looking at a Horizon Smoker that was pretty nice and then there's also um, the one I sent you out of Texas there's a really sweet Texas one that I really want that's like six thousand dollars it's so good though it's crazy but I mean like you can fit like thirty racks of ribs on the fucking thing like it's insane dude I weigh three hundred plus. I can't eat thirty racks of ribs. Oh well, this thing, <laughs> this thing weighs like two and a half thousand pounds, dude. Oh it's, yeah, it's, no, I know it's, what you're uh, talking about. It's the big old competition setup. Thick, it's yeah. a half inch thick steel for the no, just steel, steel for the uh, box, um, wow. and then the entire setup is like um, three eighths inch thick, and it's just fucking it's ridiculousness. It's so nice, but never gonna happen because that's a lot. That's of money. one eighth less than a half. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I really didn't know, so that helped. <laughs> So like, Linda's like math came in here again. Fra- Damn it! Um, fractions. At a lot of, <laughs> at a lot of uh, competitions, like you know, you've got people like me and my dad that would just bring old rinky dink Walmart mm-hmm. smoker in. Yeah, and then you'd have like uh, God, what's his name? Big old, big old black guy. I can't remember. He's like a top person in smoking. Mm. Elmer. 
Maybe. No. I don't are know. Are you talking not are you talking local or are you talking no, like, no, no, like oh, okay. nationally? Oh, I have like, no so idea. you're talking like the guy like, that was on Pit Bosses or whatever. Yeah, he was on yeah. Pit Bosses. But, I know who you're talking about. But like he shows up to your competition, you just pack up and go home. Yeah, but do you think that's just because he's got the name or because he really is that good? He is really that good. Yeah. Like he was up on like you know like those uh those food trailers you were mm-hmm. sending me? He's got one of those that's like two stories. Fuck. Jesus it's Christ. It's ginormous. And you know, like I was telling you the other week, they they go out there and they buy a ton of meat because mm-hmm. you never know how which one's going right. to turn out. So normally they'll find the one as the competition yep. goes on, and then people show up for the competition and they hand out food all day. Yeah, he doesn't hand out food unless it's good. We saw him throw away a full size brisket because he didn't like it. God, that's like it, eighty bucks, dude. Out and and uh, to build on what Oklahoma uh, barbecue is mainly brisket is we use I think it's called a fat fat caps. Yeah, yeah, and the it's end a brisket caps. with a t- well, no, mm-hmm. it's a brisket with a ton of fat on top. Right. Normally, you don't cut any of it off. Really, most people cut. Yeah, it you off. trim it down to about a half inch or less. Yeah. We learned it from the guy who, at one of the competitions, taught us a lot. He was like, "Buy a fat cap, don't trim it down." It was like the best See, brisket I've ever had. Well, the issue you run into though um, is that you know when you have that like three inch cap that happens right where the two because like brisket's two pieces of meat that's mm-hmm. like this right so you have the flat and then you have the point. Um, and then right between where those happen, um, there's this huge, like triangular piece of fat that's like three and a half inches thick that just won't render. We would trim some of it down. If we didn't like how large it was, it'd get trimmed down just a bit. Right. But we left a lot of fat on there. Yeah. Fat is one of those things that's such a uh, hit and miss though, because like you can have great, fantastic, flavorful fat, and then you can have that really, really hard, you know, dense fat. That you just, it has to be cut out, you know? And uh, brisket is full of that hard fat. You have to trim out. So for, for to leave that in is weird to me. I, it, it doesn't, it, not a lot of people like it. And yeah. I've gotten to the point where I can. <laughs> if that's the Oklahoma style, like, well, I understand why we don't do it. But, um, <laughs> you get it? So. Nick's just laughing at it. I it's like funny. fat. Like, just to eat it. Oh, I thought you were talking about something else. That too. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, so, like, whenever, like, my grandpa, whenever he smokes, yeah. and they're cutting that part off to throw it away, I'll come in there and take it, eat mm-hmm. it, and it makes everyone gag. They don't understand how I really? can do it. I love it, though. And I've seen a few other people that are able to just, like, eat yeah. straight fat, but I get a lot of dirty looks for it. Understandable. Oh, you're looking at me like I don't eat fat. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> the 300-pounder gonna... over there. Jesus. Yeah. I don't know. What what makes good barbecue then? Like, let's just say not Oklahoma barbecue. What makes good barbecue you then? You step into heaven and barbecue's in front of you. What is it? Ooh. Well, it's probably lamb. Okay. Lamb barbecue. Said, it's kosher. Like, lamb. Okay. <laughs> it's um, definitely not sausage. So, I mean, barbecuing, barbecuing goes back as far oh. as fire. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was and, gonna say roasted so, meat on open flame is how it goes. Yeah, exactly. And I mean that's how that's how the ancient uh, Israelites and the Hebrews that's how they worshipped God. So I mean, mm-hmm. if if there's barbecue in heaven and we're still allowed to eat animals, <laughs> you think is God is there? vegan? Is that what you're telling me here? Uh, I'm, I'm saying God doesn't have to eat. <laughs> well, true, um, true, fair, <laughs> but fair. All right. And neither will we. But uh, yeah. anyways. Um, Man, to be honest, I think probably the best piece of barbecue has to be the brisket. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's because I'm an Oklahoma, Texas boy. You know, I've mm-hmm. been in this region most of my life. Yeah. I love ribs. 
I love ribs whenever ribs are done right and they're trimmed and they've got that great smoke ring. Mm-hmm. They're amazing. But there's nothing better than burn-ins. We've all talked about that. Yeah, but burn-ins isn't in Texas. It's a Kansas City thing. I. That's what kills me. I We're in Oklahoma. I, I know. We still am. Yeah, right? right. <laughs> I mean, Yoink. whenever... I'll tell you this. Last time I went to Burnco, I got some of their chicken legs. Yeah. And it was amazing. Off the hook? They were so good. Like, they were, they were like... 75 cent drums you know i mean it wasn't even it wasn't like the greatest piece of meat right and so i think that's really the key to great barbecue is being able to take a cheaper piece of meat right and turn it into a delicacy that's really my definition of it if i can eat it without sauce it's good barbecue fair but if the sauce makes it better that's good sauce. See, and that's one thing that I've talked about before as well, is that good barbecue should not require sauce, but just like a movie doesn't require popcorn. Enhance. It, yeah, it's got to be good. You know, and the sauces, Wendell, that I uh, had him taste over there in, in the fridge, um, he was like, you know, this one doesn't linger as much and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, but I really don't want to take away from the meat. You know, right. is that if it's like, oh, well, I still taste the barbecue sauce three hours later. Yeah, clean palate. Yeah, it should be a quick and easy out, you right. know. So the way I did that with that one. Um, That's because he likes mustard. Yeah, it's true. He likes to let it linger. What's wrong with mustard? <laughs> Nothing's wrong with mustard. You just love it way too much. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> it's uh, good. No, I, If you're like Billy and you drink it from the bottle. Yeah, right. I'm going to give you crap about it. I'm sorry. I can. Yeah. yeah, I believe it. I believe it. You mean you, you bottle? Did I like cane sauce or honey mustard more? Honey mustard. I never ate cane sauce. Never. Yeah. yeah I would. True. Never mind. No comment. Didn't no, you get uh, Jeff to eat the honey mustard? Like, hmm? was it Jeff that you got to eat the honey mustard? Yeah, my my stepdad hated mustard. Does not like it. And I was like, just just try it. I think you'll enjoy it. He had me get the recipe. Well, yeah, because it's mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly, yeah, mayonnaise and Dijon. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think I think uh, good food in general uh, is really you know just all over the place here in Oklahoma, which is really nice. You well, know, absolutely. They're, like because we spent a lot of time in Arkansas, you know, Northwest Arkansas, um, right. and it was hard to find a good restaurant. And I don't mean that like lightly. I mean seriously, it fucking was hard. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we were we tried out every restaurant under the sun, and like I think we found two that we actually liked. One was uh, this little. Um, you know, Asian kind of fusion place that they, uh, you know, no, like they only the kids spoke English and, you know, the parents still cooked in the back and it was just, it was legit Thai food. And then, uh, um, shit, that might be it. That's like, I think the only restaurant that, that we were like, okay, yeah, that's really good food. Everything right. else was kind of like, meh. Mm. Yeah. Um, we're very, very fortunate or unfortunate depends on how you yeah because you can't leave everyone 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 comes to oklahoma and they're like why is everybody fat and then they eat and they're like well dang it yeah it's Um, so good it's so good like um the old joke back whenever i was growing up is you know you're from a small town if the best restaurant in town's at the gas station but it's legit like (laughs) you you go to wagner Mm -hmm. you stop off at the gas station you get you a pizza pocket you get you some chicken strips with some potato skins and a little bit of fried okra Where do you have that? Yeah. Where do you no, have I, that? I get I mean, that completely. You know, and then whenever you go further south, it's even better. Like Louisiana, man. Whenever I was down in mm-hmm. Louisiana for training with Raising oh, yeah. Canes, some of the best places to eat were the grocery stores. Mm-hmm. 
in shacks. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Like I walk in and I pay $10 for a shrimp po' boy with fried oysters on it. Oh. And it's like, yes, please. Yeah, right. <laughs> Done. I'm in. And then uh, I remember being down in Lafayette and there was this little French style restaurant that they had and they had soft shell crab eggs benedict hell yeah yes please. that sounds amazing yeah. it, it was it and was it was done. awesome but you see like here in oklahoma like in tulsa you've got like legit restaurants mm-hmm. that just like it's hard to decide where you want to go mm-hmm. eat like it's not even just the normal well, where do you want to eat tonight it's not like that. You know, yeah. it's just there sometimes it's really hard to make mm-hmm. a solid decision because yeah. there are so many good options. Yeah. I think I think most of the good restaurants, um, what you find out here though, uh, is that because it's a cultural melting pot, it's still, you know, very, very authentic people. Very authentic. Very rarely is it like, you know, the the wrong people making that kind of food. Exactly. You know? Well, I mean it's like the food truck thing mm-hmm. they have going down on at Guthrie Green. Yeah. Yep. Like I went down there the other day and they had waffle that which is yeah. chicken and waffles. They just got a storefront. Yeah, I heard. Uh, Lone Wolf mm-hmm. they have started a out as a food truck. delicious, too. They've got yeah. two storefronts. Oh, do they? so they've got the one over there by TU mm-hmm. now, and they're also at Mother's Road. Nice. Yeah, nice. which is at the Lewis. I yeah. think it's 15th and Lewis or 11th and yeah. Lewis. This whole revitalization of downtown. Not downtown. What do you call that? Well, that one technically is the Pearl District. Yeah, but, yeah. So you have the revitalization of Pearl District, North yeah. Tulsa. It's and, starting to get kind of crazy because like, that used to be ghetto and there's still a couple trap houses oh down yeah there, oh yeah i'm sure i'm just saying is that I mean, if you it go, used to be yeah. like a real bad now yes. it's now it's starting to pick back up but the problem is, is is that when you do that you displace all of those people which sucks speaking it, on it can oh, happen sorry go ahead i was gonna say speaking on that i went to school right next to you and in that area oh yeah and there was a donut shop shout out to will rogers yeah. college hi mm-hmm. um <laughs> so whenever Whenever uh, me and this girl Katie used to go get donuts every mm-hmm. morning, and it was a lady that woke up, you know, two a.m., made them fresh every day. Best donuts I'd ever had. Hell yeah! Anytime I drove around there, I made sure doors locked. Door was locked. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I was scared. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> you know, I think uh, that would be a fun, it's a bad side fun. Well, thing I mean, to it's do, like though. one of our best uh, seafood restaurants mm-hmm. in the Tulsa area is White River Fish Market. Oh, God, and, and it's and fucking the, terrible location. Their yeah. original location yeah. is at 36th Street North in Sheridan. Right. Or n- not 36, excuse me. It's like it's, uh, it's, Apache and Sheridan. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's in a rough part of town. Yeah. And that and place is fucking packed dude, all, all the, the time. time. You go in for lunch, dinner, doesn't matter what time you go in there. Yeah. You know what's good? Hmm. What they do that's really good? Hmm. The red beans. Like really? the red beans and rice, the pinto beans and rice, you can go in and get them for five bucks for a full meal. Hell yeah. And bro, it's it's one of the, it's just the, the excellence that's yeah. provided here. Another one of our hidden gems is, uh, have you guys ever been to Evelyn's? I've heard, heard about it. it. I haven't been to it yet. Yeah. Great fried chicken. Yeah. Um, you had me. You, you, call, <laughs> you, you call in 45 minutes before you want to go in. If you do it on Thursday, they discount their four piece. And okay. So you get the half chicken. And, bro, they got peach cobbler that great-great-grandma used to make or something like that. It's and, just legit. Oh, it's damn So there's a, uh, there's a place downtown. I shared it on, uh, I think it was Facebook that I saw it. Um, these people that they're, you know, social media influencers or sure. whatever, and they're going around doing things. And there in, in Tulsa, there is a hidden restaurant that has hidden rooms for your, for your actual bank, your dining rooms. So, like, you actually have to know where this place is. It's got a little bitty, like... Are you talking s- Bull in the Alley? 
Maybe. Yeah. Highly expensive. Yeah. I have no idea. I haven't it's been. It's got like it. a little red light. You have to dress up. You have to yeah. have a six a, month reservation. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I've never been. I haven't either. Yeah. But I've heard. I do know where <laughs> it's at. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know exactly which alley it's down. You, you can't share that location. Yeah. That's one of those things that it's super cool that that even exists, though. Like, right. it's a speakeasy is, the I think, the right word, actually, is what that I was looking correct. for. Yes. Um, I think that'd be fun to do as well, is just have a speakeasy anywhere, generally speaking. Um, uh-huh, you like that? Uh, <laughs> Nick's over here like, that's a terrible pun, but it's great. <laughs> You're a dad now. You're allowed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fair, fair, fair. Um, no, I mean, I think it'd be fun to have, like, you know, the cheap version of a speakeasy, you know, one that's pretty well off the beaten pass not really quite a uh, dive bar you know but still like if, it, if there was a garage an auto shop that had a bar hidden in the back that'd be fucking that'd legit be sick yeah that would be legit that, i wonder if that's cool. how smitty started maybe oh i think it actually started as just uh um just got you know uh yeah, just concept someone, yeah it was just someone like hey you know what'd be cool yeah eating burgers in a garage drinking yeah. beer Right. Is it look like a garage in there? I've never been in. Uh, it's got big doors and stuff. It makes it a garage. It, I guess if I had to describe the decor, it would be like 50 style diner with pop culture references mm-hmm. and uh, updated televisions yeah. and stuff like that. That's that's basically it. But yeah, solid food. Yeah, I do like their burgers. I mean, they're uh, a little bit on the high end of pricing, but not terribly. Um, they're like. 10 bucks a burger roughly so not really expensive i mean it's about red robin pricing i guess would be the best way to look at it yeah the only thing that makes it really expensive is they all the sides all their, are separate yeah, yeah. All, their, all their fries are a la carte you know yeah. but hey They're, legitimate a, yeah. legitimate pork rinds mm-hmm. okay. if you like they make them cut them fry them right there dude yeah. there's a uh, place um the butcher and pint is what it's called over in uh bentonville um and it's it's a pretty high end not like crazy high end but you're talking you know, twenty five, thirty dollars steaks, so it's decently high end. Um, that's my uh, timer for Alexa there. Um, just go in there and tell her to stop. Say Alexa, stop. Um, heard that. <laughs> so <laughs> he's screaming at it. But anyways, um, screaming at the artificial yeah. intelligence, right? Um, listen, man, you do you. Um, but anyways, they do their own, uh, pork rinds in house as well. Um, but they do everything and they do like the pork rinds when they come out, they're still crackling. Like they're still popping when they come out. No, the, the, yeah, they sound like fajitas, the, the pork rinds. Dude, it's so good. It's like, you know, well, you know, that's why they call them crackling. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Are you serious right now, Wendell? Dead serious with you. Oh, bro. Do you you not remember how dumb I am? You're not dumb. You just don't. <laughs> You're inexperienced. You don't discern. Um, <laughs> they also had this thing that was really crazy where they did marrow. Have you ever had bone marrow? I have not. So they take a bone, cut it in half, you know, and then they basically bake the bone until it becomes kind of a jelly. Like, yeah. And then they put it Gelatin. on crackers. And yeah. it's it's not bad. It's a little weird. It's like a really, really beefy butter is kind of the flavor it comes out to. A really beefy butter. That is. Yeah, beef butter. That's, yeah, that's, right. <laughs> yeah. So, so are, we, are we talking about butter. breeding? <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's oh, bull. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we use in our uh, bedroom for fun. Uh, <laughs> it promotes fertility. Yes, that's what I've heard. I don't know. Yeah. I got twins. It must work. 
<laughs> oh my gosh it's good times man it's good times always, i got in a conversation the other day about what's in red bull taurine yeah. yeah yeah and then someone had to explain what taurine was and i was like so it's artificial bull hormone that comes out of semen sure awesome so it gives you wings so originally right <laughs> fair <laughs> originally it was uh the lining of the stomach that was actually reduced down into a uh, extract to get the okay. hormones um i don't know about the semen side of it but it used to be a byproduct of the stomach lining okay because i was just like that can't be a real thing <laughs> yeah that's what taurine actually is yeah oh yay yeah well i don't think they use it anymore though i think they just started using caffeine extract so well they they used uh artificial uh yeah or what what's the word synthetic yeah yeah that makes yeah, sense they, they use synthetic taurine now instead yeah, yeah. of actually getting it probably because as much crap as they do yeah so it's bs bull hormone yes Fair bs bs <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it's it's like it's, it's BS bull sperm. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> we start a uh, mountain oyster restaurant. Oh, I love mountain oysters. So I hate good. to admit that, yeah. but I do. I do too. They're so I good. Do. I'll never forget. You remember the last time uh, when we went to Twin Peaks? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. my bachelor party. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah the day God, Billy like laid down. Ago or something. The day Billy laid down in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. A memorial between. Uh, I think it was like 69th and yeah. 70th yeah, yeah right there out in front of twin peaks it was like yeah. it was like 7 30 at night billy went out and laid down in the middle of the road to get us a check off on the yeah. uh what was that uh, the bachelor Scavenger bucket hunt? list yeah yeah the, the bachelor bucket list i'm pretty sure the girls cheated oh um, they I'm had to have yeah, yeah yeah i still can't believe they found a guy with uh star wars tattoos but then mm-hmm. i remembered we knew him yeah yeah he was the bartender right. at that one place the bar like, wherever for real uh casino yeah no, he was at Fat Guys. Fat Guys. Or not Fat Guys, Fat... Fat Daddies? Fat Daddies. Fat Daddies. Yeah, Fat Daddies. Fat Daddies. Fat Daddies is at 81st and... Is it still there? Memorial. Yeah, it's still there. Mm-hmm. They've got a they've got a really good burger deal on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. I think. Though, yeah. Of course, this is all from like 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. That so. identic memory. Yay. 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 No, that was a really fun thing. I don't... Have you ever heard about us doing that Bachelor? So, whenever Nick and Susie, um, we didn't really have a great bachelor party plan um initially and then somehow or other the idea came up to do guys versus girls competition competition yeah and so i put together this list of 25 just random shit yeah bucket list um it was like things to do before you die because you're getting married so (laughs) your life is over kind of thing good knowing (laughs) yeah right um so like i'm trying to remember some of the stuff like there was uh the so there was escape a near-death experience yeah or survive a near death Sur- experience. Survive one, yeah. Yeah, that's why Billy went and laid down in the middle of the yeah. memorial. And then there was like, uh, talk somebody into practicing walking down the aisle with you. Yes, in I public. remember that. That was at the hookah um, bar. Ten person can-can line minimum. That was at the pub downtown. Yeah, we did that at McNally's, yeah. McNally's, we got yeah. a fucking line, and too, that was, man. that was before we met... Uh, Joe. Was, was it, it Joe, the I black guy? I can't remember what we called him. Yeah. But yeah, we met this homeless guy. Yeah, that was up there drinking like whatever was for a quarter kind of thing. Like he brought his own can of beer. Yeah, <laughs> didn't he buy you a beer though? He did. I he my cousin started talking to him before we got there because yeah. my cousin Eli met up. Met yeah, up yeah with I remember us. that. Yeah, and so Eli's up there talking to this guy, and I'm like, "Hey man, what's your name?" And he tells me his name, and then I said, "Hey Eli, what's this guy's name?" 
And he said something completely different. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's Joe or something like that. And so so then they got a picture of me and Joe making uh, birds fly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was was pretty funny. And then there was also, um, we went to the hookah lounge that night. Uh, Someone had to serenade me. Oh, yeah, that was right. Yeah. We did the wheelbarrow race. Yeah, and uh, damn, how many places did we go that night? It was so, like six or seven places or so some we, shit. So we started yeah. out... At Twin Peaks. At Twin Peaks. We left from Twin Peaks and went to the hookah bar. Yeah. Then we went from the hookah bar downtown to McNelly's, and then we went from McNelly's to the Buccaneer. The Buccaneer, which is no longer the Buccaneer, yeah. And uh, that was my first introduction to At A Medium Pace <laughs> by a guy... <laughs> Because they were singing karaoke. <laughs> Who who's sang that? Was that your cousin, Eli? No. He sang Sweet Caroline. That's right. That's right. So we're in a college bar, and my cousin goes, I got you. And I was like, really? You're going to sing to me? And he's like, yeah. What are you going to sing? Don't worry. You'll know it. <laughs> and he gets up there, and he starts going, hands, oh. touching hands, reaching out. Touching me, touching you, and we're all wasted at this oh, point. Oh, yeah, we're gone. Goes, Sweet Caroline, and the entire bar goes, bop, bop, bop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was one of the most amazing moments ever. Do you remember when you came into McNelly's, though? Like, the entire place oh, was arranged and, for uh, a, uh, like, like, it was the best entrance. Uh, Literally, the place was packed, dude. I mean, there were probably 60, 70 people up there. Upstairs. And then whenever we walked in, because I was with you and Eli. You and I were the only yeah. ones walking up. Everybody else was already up yeah. there. And, like, the place fucking erupted. It erupted. They were like, like biggest. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. like, what the fuck, man? It was, it was really cool. Yeah. And then yeah. I got to meet my buddy, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good, dude. And then we did a 10-person can-can line. Oh, I think it was more than 10, but yeah, we, we were got, like, we, we need people to do a can-can line. People were like, fuck yeah. I think we ended up with like 14 people <laughs> yeah. in this can-can line. It was amazing. And then uh, after Jesus that, we, we went to the Buccaneer, and um, while we were there, Eli sang that song. But then there was another guy singing karaoke that wasn't even a part of our group, Oh, that's whose right. name was also Nick. Okay, okay. And he sang Adam Medium Pace by Adam Sandler and completely changed my life. Have you ever heard that one, Wendell? We're going to change your life later. Don't worry. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's so good. Like I, like, I can't even listen to it anymore. It's that <laughs> it's good. It's so good. I mean, bad. Bad. bad it, it's kind of... Um, Let's just say there's something about... you think about your about, best Tenacious D songs, it's right up on line with that. Oh, it's worse. It, just think about a shampoo bottle being inserted and removed. Adam Medium Pace. <laughs> Inserted and removed from a certain orifice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord, have mercy. Pray for me. Yeah. Jeez. So anyways, um, that's that's what I mean. So where do we go from here? I have no idea. That's uh, that's what's the fun part about this one, you know? Okay, how about this? Shoot. Um, What brought you back to Tulsa? So, uh, babies. No. Wendell is my baby. Um, Well, Wendell is a baby, so I mean, I'm not going to argue that fact. Um, No, we, uh, you know, when we were over there, Vanessa and I had been talking for a while that, you know, with the twins, and then we were having, you know, Evie as well. Um, Love the fact that it's a Pokemon. Yeah, right? Um, Spelled differently, (laughs) but we'll take it. how you raise her, but how she turns out. Yeah, right? (laughs) 
Evolver I with a brick. Make a really bad joke about abuse, <laughs> but I won't. You're terrible. Um, no, we we were talking about just needing familial help, you yeah. know, because like um, community is important, man. Well, it is, and I work, you know, ridiculous <coughs> hours. I always have, so yeah. you know, like here at the house, I always make the joke that I don't actually live here. Um, this is where I spend my off time from work, right? Um, you know, and it's it's that kind of thing. So whenever it's you know, like her mom's around a lot and all that kind of stuff now, so it really helps. And that was really the the big driver more than anything else. It was trying to find the right opportunity to come back. And then we got the wrong opportunity, but we took it anyways, um, not knowing it was the wrong opportunity. Right. Um, you know, we uh, did I ever tell you I got hired on at Payway initially? That's initially what we talked about. So the last yeah. time, the last time we really talked about anything like this was the night you came out to karaoke mm, with mm-hmm. that group mm. at the uh, Sheridan. Yeah, yeah. Or it mm-hmm. used to be the Sheridan. Now it's the whatever it is. Yeah, it's a Marriott, I think. Wyndham. Wyndham. Okay. Yeah, so I got hired on at uh, Payway, and yeah, you were doing your training, and you spent yeah two and a half weeks yeah cleaning yeah, and yeah. well, and it wasn't just that though. Like whenever I showed up, they didn't know I was coming. Um, like I didn't have books, I didn't have uniform, I didn't have anything. They were like, uh, "I guess you can just go work with that guy." Um, like what the fuck? So right. you know, I spent two weeks just doing whatever I wanted at my own pace. There was no set schedule. I was I had no schedule legitimately had no schedule come and go whenever i wanted um it was like all right cool um and then i finished up all the stuff that i would consider training needs um and they were like okay cool you know i was like all right so what, what's next and they're like i don't know like okay how long am i going to be down here and they're like uh i don't know a couple more weeks i guess and i was like dude i'm i've learned all the positions like it just i'm gonna go back to tulsa so i show up back in tulsa you know and with the area director i told him i was like hey man wh- where am i gonna be working right um, he was like, mm, go to Brookside tomorrow. Like, okay, cool. Show up to Brookside. Nobody knows you're coming. Nobody knows I'm coming. How did I know? Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? And the person that's running it has only been a manager a manager for like two months. Um, a manager there or a manager, period? Period. Oh, nice. yeah. fun. So that's who I'm supposed to be training with, quote unquote, for like the GM stuff. But oh, you sh- mean they're going to train you? Yeah, but they have no access to anything. The, the uh, area director is doing all the truck orders, doing all the scheduling, like... This is a shift manager, basically, without uh, even having anything. Like, you know, she's just salaried to come fucking run the restaurant. Actually, shift by shift is all it is. Oh, she's babysitting. Yeah, you know, so I was like, what the fuck, man? So then, like, two days later after doing that, and still not having a schedule of any kind, um, the area director shows up to another store. Um, He calls me. He's like, you know, I'm already working. I've been at this store for, like, three hours. And he was like, hey, man, what are you doing? I'm like, "Um, you know, working. He's like, well, I need you to come up to Bixby. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. So I show up to Bixby. I'm like, hey, man, so how's it going? So it's the first time I've actually met the guy. So I've been working for three and a half weeks or something. Never met the area director who I was working for or anything. That's Um, professional. I know, right? I didn't even get an uh, an orientation or anything. Uh, Right? So I was like, hey, man, you know, how's it going? You know, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he's like, all right, man, so we're going to spend the day cleaning. What? Huh? Yeah, so I literally spent another day cleaning. At that point, I was like, okay, this guy is just a fucking joke. I'm, I'm getting a new job. So then uh, everybody that used to work at Payway, who no longer does, got the job where I'm at now with Cotton Patch. And then I, uh, you know, basically applied online, got interview like two days later. I was hired on, um, and they offered me about 7000 more a year than what I was making. There you go. Okay. Done and done. All right. Bye, guys. You know. Easy money. Yeah. So, it, like, it's one of those things that, you know, it's the only job I've ever done that to work that short of a tenure. But, like, honestly, 
worst setup I've ever seen in my life. Well, and whenever whenever you walk into a situation and you're the most professional one there. Right. And you're expecting them to train you, that's got to be disheartening. Well, and it's not just that that part sucked, because it really did, you know, but it, it was just ludicrous that there was no structure of any kind to right. be seen anywhere. Right. And to make it even worse, though, is that the day I started in Texas, and them not knowing I was coming, um, there's a guy named Lauren Goldberg who owns a whole lot of uh, chains over in California. He owns Chopsticks and stuff like that. Have you ever heard of that one? No. Um, it's fine. He bought the company out, and then he fired like something somewhere in the neighborhood of like you know forty or fifty people out of corporate office. I think they had like sixty five people in corporate um, because you know the company had lost like two and a half million the year prior. So he bought the place, fired everybody, and made up like one point nine million dollars by firing everybody. And how long ago was that? Uh, it's probably six months ago now, but it was the day I started. So like I didn't have a corporate office whenever I started. Like I didn't have a schedule. Didn't have I literally it was like walking into a fucking just chaos. It was just straight chaos. And you're like, who does this? How is this even happening? You know? And then the restaurants back here in town, they were just in that same sort of chaos. Trying to survive. Yeah, and it's just no like, leadership. That's tough. No leadership at any level though. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's the crazy well, usually you have, you know, somewhere along the chain. Yeah, someone would somebody up. knows what's going on. In this situation it wasn't. You know, and the guy that I was working for, um, what made it even worse is that he uh didn't even have a restaurant background is that um prior to um you know the the Lauren Goldberg guy buying it, um the guys that they I think it was Flying J um, he was like a CEO at Flying J, you know, basically bought the company and brought all of his buddies on. So this dude managed gas stations prior to fucking coming on. Because I know whenever I walk into Flying J, I think customer service. Right. Or like, you know what? The only service I want my restaurant bathroom to lot. look like a Flying J. <laughs> the, the only service you're getting there is out in the parking lot. Yeah, for real. Yeah, <laughs> lot lizard, what's up? No, that was the thing that immediately stood out in my head is like it felt like that kind of, you know, it's like, okay, the bathrooms are a wreck. You know, nobody's actually, you know, taking care of them, but it's like a fucking gas station bathroom, you know? So. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of uh, the I mean, first I'd be step. okay with Quick Trip taking over a restaurant. Fuck, yeah. I yeah. don't let them take over anything. <laughs> Are you kidding? I eat their wraps now. <laughs> I eat their food all of the time. Yeah, when you're talking about, like, you know, gas stations have the best food in the South, right. Quick Trip's just ruining everybody because they, they just are. have they're, fantastic everything. They're crushing it, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's good. How about you, Wendell? What are you doing now? Are you still doing the tech thing? Yeah, I'm... Uh, cable guy technically i mean the, the way <laughs> I, the cable did, guy did you literally just call yourself the cable guy i mean yes do you know that reference yes okay i'm not, just that, I'm not that young um <laughs> well, it's probably yeah, as old as you are it i i'll tell oh, you oh billy <laughs> the first the way i'm explaining to my family is to <laughs> the way i explain it to my family is i make the internet work but that's not that's not entirely true. Have you ever seen? Um, oh I God! The internet work. What the fuck is uh, the fuck IT me. crowd? The it crowd? Yeah. When he's like, "Jin, this is the internet." Have you guys seen that? No. Holy shit! I'm showing you that after we finish up because oh, it is yeah. so good. Um, but I, I mean, we have all kinds of clients: Microsoft, United Airlines, American Airlines, Kraft Foods, uh, 
So Bimbo. what company is it that you work for? I work for a company called Pyramid. It's uh, like a contracting company. Okay. And then uh, we, you know, throw out bids to people, and then they sure. hire us on, and then we go work for them. But I've been in one building now for three years. Okay. Because um, I had a friend that used to uh, climb poles uh, f- yeah, and do some, do some other th- Stop it. <laughs> and do some other things for a company out of Vertigris. Mm-hmm. And I was just curious. I figured that's kind of what yeah. you were doing. But I mean, I, I used to be with Insight Global. Okay. Pyramid underbid them. They got the contract, and I'm working for them now. But I mean, I just I run cables. I I don't know. I don't know how. It's, I don't, I've done it for so You're long okay. that explaining it's hard for me. Fair enough. So like uh, the best way I can explain it. Let's say you're wanting to buy a plane ticket, right? Yes. You can't buy a plane ticket. I'm the guy fixing it. Okay. That's the best way I can explain it. I'm making sure that you can buy plane tickets at all hours of the day. Okay. And then making sure, like, and then we we have. So a, you're all about connectivity. Yeah. Okay. I we it's have fair. government people. We have government clients like CMS. I don't know what that stands for. We used to have the Navy, and a lot of uh, people's paychecks came through our building, like the servers we ran. Yeah. So we're, you're a money launderer. Yeah. Yes. I'm all kinds of things. If we really get into it, I'm all kinds of things. Our uh, main client is Donald Trump. No, we used to have uh, the uh, Obamacare servers. Really, I got, to t- I got to take those down. It was kind of fun. <laughs> Not in like the you know fuck you Obama, yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. But like sure. you know whatever. This it was, is Oklahoma. Come on, it was really fun. Like you know, joke about it, be like you know fuck Obamacare, and we pull a plug. <laughs> it was just kind of fun. And I like, love it. Uh, what else? <sighs> we had the Navy. We took all that out though. Um, so you're the reason Snowden's now a Russian. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I mean, he, he is. probably took one of our plane tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I probably, I probably made sure he, he got probably the plane. got the plane ticket. And he probably bought it through one of our servers. It's fair. It's fair. Um, That's excellent. So, what else are you doing? You just doing that? I work. I play video games on my three days off, and then I sleep. Are you still playing the new WoW? Yeah. Classic. How's that going? Yeah. I'm I the new WoW, the old WoW. Yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah. Yeah. You, did I you hit level cap yet? No, no, no. Do you want to hear the most WoW story ever? Please. That's how my brother met his wife. That's amazing. My mom, the other day... Now he's a Canadian. <laughs> did, he, did he change that, his citizenship? That's horrible. He's got dual citizenship. Um, okay. Whenever uh, Classic dropped, I like the day it was going to drop, I went over to... After work, I got off. I went over to my mom's house. She was getting ready to leave for work, and she's like, you know, what do you got for the day? I'm like, well, I'm going to go home and play WoW. And she's like, what? And I was like, oh, World of Warcraft, like what me and Jeff used to play. And she goes, oh, that sounds fun. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be playing for the next you know, three years straight again. And she goes, why can't you just get a girlfriend? <laughs> first time first times my mom's ever said anything like that to me. Normally she's like, do what you want, Wendell. I don't care. One That's day. That's fantastic. Because she's, f- she's going three years down the road. Dang, he's going to be 25. <laughs> yeah, right. He's not getting the hint. <laughs> Listen, I got my siblings to blame for me not being in a relationship or having kids. No, that's They're my perfect birth control. <laughs> birth control doesn't mean not move out of your mom's house. I don't live with my mom. Yeah, he lives in an apartment now. Oh, well, I've been, and I've what been... is she complaining about? Yeah. Oh, maybe she wants like she legitimate wants grandkids? Yeah, she wants legitimate oh, okay. yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she'll be like, oh, all my stepkids, they're real, my real kids, and they're my real grandkids. No, they're not. Yeah, no, nobody you want, you want one Nobody's from me. buying that, Susan. Yeah, you right? want one from me. Yeah. <laughs> um, you want a little wiggles. Yeah, I've, I've, mm-hmm. I moved out... Two years ago? Two or three... No, two years ago, because I was... Yeah. yeah, two years ago. No, you're good. I was just giving you crap. I know. <laughs> it's good. It's good. <laughs> Finally um, got a TV three years later. 
<laughs> I didn't have internet for an entire year, but that's because that was what was crazy to me. When I yeah. first moved out, I went to Michigan for. The, Hold on, job. you work for the internet and make sure the internet's up for other people, but you didn't have it in your. Once house. you work in this industry for long enough, you just start hating technology. I would I never have. That. I never have I, an Alexa. I don't. I, I fully my, believe it. My phone doesn't have any voice recognition. I always make sure it's turned off. <laughs> my TV makes funny noise. I point my Glock at it. <laughs> Say some shit again. <laughs> Go ahead and pop off NSA. <laughs> yeah. So when I first moved out, I was going to get internet. And I right after my Sticking boss. Maybe Intel. Right. My boss pointed at, came into our off, my office one day and he goes, you're going to Michigan. I went. Okay. Okay. And I was yeah. there for a month and a half doing an audit, and then when I came back, I just why get internet? I just I lived without it for so long, or for that month and a half, and then the week that I was there, sure. And I was like, I got my phone. I mean, I still have my computer that had games on it, and if I needed to get more games, I just brought it over to my friend's apartment, which was right next to mine, plugged it in, downloaded games, and went back home and then played those. But I j- I only used my phone, so I never had internet or used a TV or anything like that for an entire year. Fair enough. And then I got a couch a year and a half in. <laughs> I had I had a Lazy Boy and a cardboard box. So you're asking why uh, doesn't Studio have a apartment? That's why. Huh? Studio apartment, just you? Uh, one bedroom. Okay. One bedroom apartment. It's not like, you know, nice. like studio where the bedroom's like... No, I, I understand. Yeah, yeah, okay. Words everything, yeah. Sweet. All right, well, let's wrap this episode, and then we'll do a part two uh, of us just bullshitting once again, if you guys are good with it. I'm done. I can probably knock out another one. Heard that, man. All right. Well, thanks for listening, y'all.